when we are born again, it is God who causes us to be born again by bringing us information usually. In 1975, God spoke to me and said, Joan, you know those mistakes you've been making all these years? Those weren't mistakes. Those were sins. And I said, oh, sins. I thought they were mistakes. With that, I was born again. A few nights after I was born again, I was asleep in the night, and I was transported into heaven. I knew I was with God. I was with Christ. I was with the Holy Spirit. I saw no physical images. It was a spiritual experience. And at that time, I was merged into the body of Jesus, made one with the Word of God, God and the Holy Spirit witnessing. A couple of nights later, the same thing happened to me again. It was wonderful. I was on fire for things of God. All I wanted to do was read the Bible, be with the people of God, and go to church. I no longer wanted to be with the people of the world that I had been with before. I wanted to be with people of God. I was completely changed. Second Corinthians 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. When you are born again, God gives you a new heart and a new spirit so that you can follow him. Verse 23 of Ezekiel 36. Let's read that. Because God says what he's going to do in the new covenant. God says, and I will sanctify my great name, which was profaned among the heathen, which ye have profaned in the midst of them. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, saith the Lord God, when I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes. We have been with people of the world in, in company with them at dinners and at various parties or stuff before we were born again. After we are born again, we're changed. They see that we're changed. We no longer drink like they drank. We don't do the things they did. So they see that we are sanctified before their very eyes when we are born again. We're different. We have profaned the name of God, the word of God. Some of us spoke against it. Some of us hated it. And now we love it. So God has said in verse 23, And I will sanctify my great name, which was profaned among the heathen, 
which ye have profaned in the midst of them, and the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, saith the Lord God, when I be sanctified in you before their eyes. For I will take you from among the heathen. After we're born again, we don't want to be doing those things we did before. We don't want to be with the people of the world that we were with before. Now we want to be with people of God. Then I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness, and from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. Verse 26. Verse 27. And I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. Jesus says you must be born again to be able to see the kingdom of God. You can't see things of God until you're born again. In Philippians 1, the Apostle Paul says, starting at verse 6, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. If you have been born again and belong to God, God will continue that work in you. I was called to be a minister You might be called to be a husband or a wife. He will teach you. God will teach you when he calls you. He will show you how to be a good husband. He will show you how to be a good mother. Depend on him. I have met people who read the Bible and want to copy other people. Don't do that. Get your teaching from God on the subject of what to do in the role to which he has assigned you. When I was taken into heaven twice, I believe I was ordained to be an apostle prophet, and God told me that I was to be those callings. And when he told me, I have set you in the body of Christ as an apostle, I was driving along the highway and I just stopped and said, an apostle, what is that? At the church I attended, they did believe that there are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastor, teacher, set by Jesus in the church, according to Ephesians 4. I went to my Bible teacher and said, Who are the apostles at this church? He was stunned. He said, I I don't know. And I said, Well, what, what do they do? I don't know, he said. So I wanted to copy somebody, flesh and blood, but I couldn't find anyone to copy. So I had to depend on God to teach me. 
if you are a mother, you need to depend on God to show you what to do, especially in difficult situations with your children. You need to depend on God to show you what to do in the situation with your husband. Same thing with husbands. You need to be taught not by man, but by God. A woman came to me at church one day. I think I'd already gone on the radio by this time. And she said, I want to do what you do. And I said, you do? It was just amazing to me. No, you can't do what I do. Because God set me in this situation, trained me, took me into heaven, merged me in the body of Jesus twice. I even had a woman say to me once, how do you compete with anyone who has been taken into heaven twice? Well, you don't compete. You don't compete with anybody. You follow God. As many as follow the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You don't copy each other. Even to be in a ministry, you don't copy each other. I've heard Kenneth Copeland say he copied Kenneth Hagin. He took all of Hagin's tapes, went into a garage, and for about two weeks memorized his tapes. That's not how you become a minister of God. You can't put yourself into the ministry. Many, many, many people put themselves into the ministry without having the Spirit of God. In Jude, we read about that, Jude 17. But, beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how they told you there should be mockers in the last time. Copiers, copiers of others. But, beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how they told you that there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lust. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the Spirit. There are great many ministers today that do not have the Spirit of God. They are not even born again, but they wanted to be a minister without being called by Jesus from heaven to be a minister. And they have gone to Bible colleges and they have called themselves reverend without even being born again. Peter speaks about this in Second Peter chapter 2. Start at verse 1. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. 
and many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covetousness they shall with feigned words make merchandise of you. They come saying Jesus is Lord when they're not even born again. And they don't follow scripture. And because they say Jesus is Lord, they can deceive many. Jesus warned us about them in Matthew 24. Start at verse 3. And as he, Jesus, sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. They come saying, Jesus is Lord, and because they say that, people will listen to them, and they will deceive many. Back to Second Peter 2, Peter says they speak great swelling words. They are like wells without water. The words they speak are very impressive. But they're not even, they don't even have the spirit. They've figured out ways to entice people. I know a woman who became very famous in ministry. And even at her own meetings, she said, when she started teaching, her best friend said, you are the most boring teacher I've ever heard. So she hired an actor to work with her to make her speaking interesting. I heard her many times, and I can't remember anything at her meetings that she ever said that was spiritual, though she had masses of people come to her meetings. I don't believe she was called to be a minister, though she's very famous. It happens, and it happens today, especially today, when apostasy in the churches is rampant. Apostasy simply means they've taken certain scriptures, such as the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery, Matthew 5:32. They just don't talk about that scripture because it would be unpopular. There are many other scriptures they don't speak of because it would be unpopular and they want big crowds. Big crowds make you look more famous and give more money. So they withhold scriptures that would offend people. Well, that's what the Bible says, that in the last days, perilous times will come. Paul said that in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. In the last days, perilous times will come. 
begin reading at 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. Now, Paul is talking about in the churches, and you'll see that on verse 5. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, verse 2, covetous boasters, proud blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. They have a form of godliness. They attend a church. They may call themselves a Christian, but they won't do what the scriptures say, denying the power thereof, from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers lust, ever learning. They go from one church to another, from one person to another, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Though they go from church to church, from Bible class to Bible class, they can't come to the knowledge of the truth. They are not born again, and unless you are born again, you can't understand things of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. So they're ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. They resist the truth. They resist the scriptures. They are men of corrupt minds, reprobate concerning the faith. Paul says, Evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. I know it was God who taught me the truth of these scriptures and what they mean. Verse 15, and that from a child, thou hast known the holy scriptures. Now Paul is speaking to Timothy, but it's inspired by God for each one of us. And from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation, through faith which is in Christ Jesus, the Word of God. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. We are God's workmanship when we are called by God and put into the body of Christ by Jesus, the Word. 
We have different assignments. So each of us must learn to follow what God wants him to do. He brings to our mind by the Holy Spirit information to show us what we are to do. And sometimes he will even speak to us by an angel telling us what to do. I was born again in 1975. God began teaching me scripture. For the next five years, God taught me scripture. And he showed me I was to be a minister, and he showed me the offices that I was called to work in, and he showed me how to work in those offices. And he showed me at one point to close my business, and I closed my business, and I went home not knowing where I was going to go. I didn't know how exactly I would do this. I had enough money to live off of from the business for a while. So I just stayed home and read the Bible. And for six months, I had no idea exactly what I was to do. I just read the Bible and did what I'd been doing for five years. On January the 10th, 1980, in the night, I was awakened by a very loud trumpet-like voice, which I now believe to have been the voice of an angel, speaking to me the following words. Hartford, Seattle, KWJS. I quickly wrote the letters KWJS onto a notepad. I didn't know if it was radio or television, but I thought it was one of the two. So I looked it up and found it to be radio. And I said to God, Are you showing me to go on radio? I wouldn't know how to do that. I'm a writer, not a speaker. Instantly, from the Holy Spirit, I heard this. Call the radio station manager. So that morning, I called the radio station manager at KWJS, and I said, God might be showing me to go on radio. How would you do that? He said, make an audition tape 29 and a half minutes long. Send it to us. If you fit our broadcasting, we will offer you a contract. So after the phone call, I got my tape recorder, I got my kitchen timer, and set it for 29 and a half minutes and began speaking an exhortation on the tape. An exhortation to the church I didn't plan it. I just asked God to show me what to speak. I had in my mind a scripture to start with. I started with it and just followed the Holy Spirit to 29 and a half minutes. Every time I would be near the end of a subject, he would remind me of another subject and I would speak that. And that's the way I record today. That's the way I write today depending on God. And that's how you have to live as a Christian. 
depending on the Holy Spirit, not copying other people, not reading in books how to be a parent, but depending on God. If any of you lack wisdom, James 1 5, let him ask of God, who giveth to all liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. So if you're born again, you just ask God to show you what to do step by step, and you pray every time there's a problem, asking God to show you what to do. Having faith in God rather than faith in man. You are his workmanship if you are born again. You are going to be led by the Spirit of God if you are born again. Thank you for allowing me to share this message with you today.